Hola, and welcome to the Beauteous Me podcast, a relatable and authentic space for all. Tune in as we share stories of triumph, resiliency, and healing. We do this all while finding its inner beauty. My name is Jamily Whitfield, and the journey begins now. Hi, guys. Welcome back for another episode of the Beauteous Me podcast. We have another special guest, Chelsea. Hi, Chelsea. Hello. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you. So let me just give a quick update on who you are so that our listeners know who is Chelsea that's going to talk to us about self-care, right? Yeah. <laughs> so Chelsea started her career in the health and exercise field as a group fitness instructor and personal trainer. While her background and education is in exercise science, she had a desire to help people more than just in their physical health. She combined her interest in personal development with wanting to help people live healthier lives and to be stress-free. So she created her self-care-focused coaching business called Chelsea D Coaching. Her mission is to empower busy, high-achieving women to put themselves first so that they can have the energy to show up as the best version of themselves each and every day. Chelsea also shares her passion for helping others as the co-host of the Real Life Show, Guys, you have to listen to that podcast. <laughs> she is also the co-founder for Spoonies Unite, which is a chronic illness podcast, right? It's, um, it's a chronic illness advocacy business. It's a chronic illness advocacy business. Yep. That's right. And so she is focused on normalizing having a chronic illness while giving Spoonies tools to live their best life. When she's not working in her own business, you can find Chelsea teaching Pilates or bar and curled up with a book or playing with her dogs. <laughs> yep. Welcome Chelsea. So I think this is so exciting because, um, um, you know, fitness and self-care, everything goes hand in hand, but people kind of run when you think about fitness, those who are not ready to talk about fitness. <laughs> Sometimes we tend to go the other way. We're like, Oh my God, what is she going to talk about? Because I am not ready to touch base on that, but, um, self-care is very important. Mm-hmm. So can you tell me a little bit about the story behind your mission to empower women to practice self-care? So my mission came from myself. Um, I consider myself to be very ambitious, very high achieving. I like to do all the things. And I have a history of burnout. Mm. When I was in college and in grad school, I worked multiple jobs. When I was in grad school full time, I had five different jobs. I worked, I don't know how many hours a week while trying to go to school full time. And while I loved everything that I did, I burned myself out. I had had this cycle of overdoing it, causing myself so much stress and anxiety that I would just basically have a mental breakdown, which for me looked like a lot of crying and tears and like, what am I doing? And then I would take a break for a weekend and then I'd start it all over again the next week. And when I graduated and there wasn't as many kind of like boundaries within like school and I just kind of, I worked for myself so I could work as much as I wanted, as little as I wanted, but I always went to as much as I wanted. I just didn't have the ability of kind of slowing down. And I got to a point where I was working like 14, 15 hour days on like four or five hours of sleep. I was a complete mean person to my dogs, to my fiance. And I was like, I don't want to be this person. And I realized that if I want to be able to show up for my clients, for the people that I love in my life, for myself, I have to take care of myself first. 
And so I had that realization. And then the more that I talked to my friends, my family, and just other people around me, I was like, holy, holy crap. (laughs) We all have this problem of go, 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 do, do, do. There's kind of this grind culture in our society. And so I became really inspired to show other high achieving women that you can do really, really amazing things in this world, in this life while taking care of yourself. You can have both. Isn't it interesting though, that you said it's go, go, go. Um, But I think this world has kind of put that as a standard. And the reason why I say that it's a standard, it's like, I think of moms, right? And I'm just going to use it as the most simple example because there's a lot of pressure on moms, right? Mm -hmm. So we think about, and not on just moms, it's on on a lot of people, but I'm just going to use this just as Mm -hmm. a, a simple example. But you think about getting the kids ready for school. If you're involved in PTA, the pressures of you didn't do this and you didn't do this or you're not doing enough that it kind of weighs down on you, Mm -hmm. which then in turn kind of starts messing up how we function. The migraines come in place, the overeating, the anxiety eating, the bored eating, um, not really focused on exercising or working out or taking care of ourselves because society is really telling us go, 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 go. So you finish school. So do you have a job? How many jobs do you have? So you have like two hours in your day to kind of fit this in. Why don't you add something else? And -hmm. you have another two hours to fit this in, add this as well. And it's like taking care of ourselves and self-care is almost like not the norm. So when people have to take care of themselves, it feels weird. And I Mm -hmm. will be honest, I am that person. I had a show um, a few episodes ago where we talked about burnout, just playing on burnout in the field and how realistic that is and how important. Um, And just paying attention to like just the themes of the podcast as of late have been a lot on taking care of you. And so I'm so excited that you're here to kind of share about your work and empowering other women and coaching them because we overwork ourselves Mm -hmm. beyond capacity. We continue to take on, we take on household responsibilities. We take on family responsibilities. We take on everyone's weight of the world (laughs) to ourselves. And then what it's like I said, self-care is foreign where you're thinking, I have a day off tomorrow. What am I going to do? I'm going to fill up my agenda. Yep. Oh my goodness. I mean, for me, this concept of self-care, it shouldn't be something that we have to do because it should be, it should be something we just do for ourselves. Mm -hmm. We should get enough sleep. We should drink water. We should eat foods that make us feel good. We should move our bodies in ways that feel good. We should rest. Mm -hmm. There are things that we need to survive, but we don't leave space for that in our lives in our days, in our work schedules and our family agendas. We don't have that space. So we've had to create this concept of self-care to be this like lofty thing that we try to do, but then doesn't even get put in our schedule anyways. It's not. And I, and even if I think about work, you know, sometimes we even feel guilty taking a lunch hour. Mm-hmm. Think about that. You know, you have your lunch hour, whether it's from 12 to one or whatever. Some people are just eating and going, eating and working, eating and working, eating and working. <laughs> so <laughs> even that little bit, or even if you want to like run to run a, a quick errand during the day, you feel guilty. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where 
my approach to self-care and health in general is a little bit different. Um, I'm not, I've never been that personal trainer or that instructor that's like, hey, you have to go, go, go. You have to push as hard as you can every time. It's much more about listening to what your body, your mind, and your soul needs that day in that moment and then going from there. It's about listening to what the little voice in your head is saying and addressing those mindset issues. Because if you are going to work out because you're like, I have to burn off a thousand calories, otherwise I'm going to be fat or I'm not going to be good enough or I'm not going to fit in these clothes or I need to burn off the food I ate last night. That's not going to help you feel better. And it's going to perpetuate this go, 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 push, 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 go as hard as you can all the time. And it's just not realistic. And even, I mean, I'm really aware of these patterns and I overdo it a lot. I know, especially lately with the extra kind of stress of COVID and things going on in the world, I've been burning myself out a little bit more often than I have the past couple of years, just because there's more stress, which is taking a bigger toll on my body. And I'm not leaving the extra space to recover from that stress or minimize that stress. I'm going back to the old patterns of, well, if I keep doing something, everything will be okay, which is not always true at all. And I'm thank and I'm thankful and grateful that you're being vulnerable and sharing that because everyone is here on a journey, right? And that's mm-hmm. the beginning me part of life, right? We are we have to own our stuff. We can't sit here and and think even if you're a coach, even if you're a therapist, mental health, whatever it is that you're doing to empower and help other people, it's okay to say I have my fallbacks too. And it's and I'm I'm I appreciate that you're sharing that that because of this pandemic you've also found yourself in a situation where you're like, oh my God, I'm practicing self-care and I'm preaching self-care, but I'm forgetting it as well. Because Mm -hmm. it's so easy to forget about ourselves because we're so hyper-focused on everyone else. So thank you so much for saying that because I think it's really important to um, just to show that authenticity in that. I want people to know that even myself who is trying to be an example, I mean, I, I do find myself practicing self-care because I know I want to share about that on my Instagram. I want to post my Instagram stories. Hey y'all, I went and worked out today. I am eating food that makes me feel good. I took a freaking break during my day, but that doesn't always happen. Even that extra accountability that I have, it doesn't always work. And I know there was um, a time a month or so ago that I just, I went off social media for like two or three weeks because I could not handle it. I was so exhausted. I was so stressed. So when I came back, I was like, So your self-care coach messed up, but this is how I'm moving forward now. I realize what was happening and I'm taking steps to make my life better, make myself feel better. And that's what shows the world how genuine we are. You know, I hate it when people are on this pedestal and thinking, oh, you know, I'm this guru. And I've never messed up. No, everyone kind of messes up. Everyone so, makes you know, and, yeah, Right. So <laughs> it's important to kind of say that. And I'm glad you did take a break because social media can be exhausting. I know, you know, weeks ago I, I was stressed and I had to take some self-care because just, you know, everything going on with um, not only the pandemic, but just the pandemic of racism has really affected yeah. home for me. And so it's like I needed to take a break because I was finding myself angry and responding angry and intentionally looking at posts to be like, yeah, you know, <laughs> you got to kind of take that step back. Yeah. So self-care is so, so important. So tell me, Chelsea, why is self-care so important for women and why is it important um, to put ourselves first? 
So you kind of mentioned earlier with that example of moms, of there's that kind of pressure to get the kids up, get them to school, do the PTA, go to work, do all these things. Or maybe you're not working, maybe you're a stay-at-home mom, but you're trying to keep your house like freaking immaculate and cook all these perfectly balanced dinners and all these things. There's the society pressure that's on women that I don't think is on men in the same way. Society and, and culture, I'm just jump yeah. in there and say, cool. yes, There's also some cultures just, <laughs> I would, that's a, that's a really good point. It's because I've had conversations with my fiance and he's a white straight man who I like to remind him that he's got all the privilege ever. <laughs> and sometimes he's like, well, why are you so stressed about that? And I'm like, because that's what society has told me that I'm supposed to have a perfectly clean house all the time. And and I'm supposed to, I'm not a cook, really. I like to cook sometimes, but in all honesty, he cooks more than me. And even though I personally love that he loves to cook, there's that kind of back of my head voice saying, but you're the woman, you're supposed to be the one to cook. And I'm like, I don't want to. And so depending on kind of things that you like to do in your house, um, or just within the society roles, the cultural roles that women have been given, there's just kind of this, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this. Um, I feel like men get a little bit more space to take a break. You think? <laughs> you think? Like, there's times where I'm walking around, and I'm like, oh my God. And my fiance is truly an amazing man. He's incredibly helpful. But there's times where I'm like, I've been running around working all morning. I've been doing this. I've been doing that. I told you last night that I was stressed out and you're sitting on the couch watching TV this morning because you had quote unquote time. You couldn't have like done the dishes for me or washed the whatever or done the, done the whatever needed to happen. And it just, I think that whether it's cultural societies, they don't think about it in the same way. And maybe it's that women have been in that caretaker role where we always focus on others, not ourselves. But in the end, if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of someone else. If you are burnt out and exhausted and irritable, you can't show up to help that other person. And I love using the examples of moms because even if you're not, I'm not a mom myself, but I see it a lot. And I can empathize a lot because I want kids one day. And I can imagine that I want to show up the best for them all the time. But I know if I'm tired and I'm grumpy and I'm burnt out and I've been doing so many things and I haven't had a moment to recharge myself, I mean, I snap at my dogs. Yeah. I know dogs aren't kids, but I can only imagine what I would be doing if there was a small human being like, mom, I need this, mom, I need that. Like, whew. And I don't want to snap at my kids if I can help it. Mm-hmm. And so but it happens. It happens. It, and yeah. that's the truth of the matter because the pressures are there. Um and we take on. And and sometimes I sometimes I really look at some folks and I'm like, I just wish I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I right? just, sometimes I just wish I could be like, I'm coming home and I don't care if this is done. I don't care if this is done. And I don't care if this is done. But like when you care so much, you're coming home and you're like, was this done, this done, this done, this done. Because then if it's not done, then it's going to stress you out and you're not going to go to sleep. So, <laughs> And sometimes I get to a point where I truly, I don't care. I don't give a fuck about anything. Their dishes is piled up in the sink. And then what ends up happening is whether it's like, oh, friends are going to come over that I didn't expect. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what are they going to think of me? Or my fiance says something. I'm like, oh, well, we haven't done the dishes. And part of me is like, well, neither have you. Right. <laughs> and so finding a way to kind of communicate what your needs are 
what you want, what your expectations are. Cause sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'm, I worked 12 hours today. So no, the dishes are not going to get done. I'm going to go to bed and maybe they'll have, they'll get done tomorrow. If not, it'll be the day after that. And that's okay. And yeah, if someone else wants it done, they can do them. That is one thing that, um, you know, cause as a mental health clinician, it's always important for mm-hmm. us to have our own mental health clinician. So years ago, I remember my therapist because the dishes being in the sink the night before has always been a pet peeve of mine. It's like, I need the sink clean. And even waking up in the morning, even finding a cup there, I'm losing it. And one thing she said, what's the problem with the dishes not being there? What are you going to lose if the dish is there the next morning? Mm-hmm. And that has kind of helped me. It's, it's still not completely, but there are times where I'm just like, oh, well, I'm tired today. And I'm just going to leave them there or put them in the dishwasher or figure it out. But we have Mm -hmm. to kind of assert ourselves in figuring out, is that that important to stress over at that moment? Because we we can't continue to live and pile on more, more, more things on us. We really can't. So in, in staying with the topic, can you provide us on part of your coaching business with women um, some self-care techniques that you recommend to clients? So first off, I highly recommend that everyone define what self-care means to them because it's a very, very personalized topic. And don't get me wrong. I love massages. I love facials. I love spa days. They're great. But that is like the tiniest sliver of the self-care pie that if that's all you're thinking of for self-care, you're going to have a hard time feeling recharged and energized and able to take on your day and handle those curveballs that life throws at you. So take a few moments to think about things that actually make you feel energized. Mm. I am pretty extroverted when it comes to my job. Um, I teach group fitness. I teach Pilates. I talk to people through coaching all day. I have my own podcast. I love to talk to people. But when it comes to truly recharging my energy, I'm an introvert. Hmm. Interesting. So I need time by myself. The best way to recharge for me, reading a book, best thing. And so when I don't prioritize reading in my life, I get burnt out. Hmm. I like to exercise, but I'm also not someone who wants to like kick my own ass for an hour. Like I like kicking ass for 12 hours or eight hours. So (laughs) your workout anyways. (laughs) I like workouts that are a little bit lower to moderate intensity for 30 minutes to an hour. Or if I am going to do high intensity stuff, it's shorter. It's no longer than 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And so kind of knowing those things about yourself can make a huge difference. I was talking with a client one time and I was like, well, what, what lights you up? What makes you feel really excited? And she's like, I love helping people. She's like, I love seeing the look on someone's face when they eat a cookie that I made for them that just made their day a little bit brighter or I made their life a little bit easier in some way. And I was like, so this might sound unconventional, but helping people might be a form of self-care for you, Mm. which is like, oh, but you're giving energy to someone else. Well, if it gives you energy in some way, that's still self-care. Now you have to be careful that you're not being taken advantage of and still giving too much, but kind of finding that balance can be really, really helpful. And so getting creative, looking at, okay, what is it that makes me feel my best? Mm. How can I fit that into my day? Mm. It does not have to be time consuming. It does not have to be expensive. 
And so what I like to do with people is start creating a list. I actually, on my bulletin board up here in my office, I have a list written down of things that are self-care for me. Reading, taking a bath, calling my mom. I like to go to breweries and drink beer, but that's not as easy to do right now. (laughs) Or traveling or just finding things that you can have on that list. So when you're having moments of like, oh my goodness, <laughs> this is a I'm feeling stressed. I'm really tired. What do I do? You don't have to spend extra brain space thinking about what to do for self-care. You go to your list mm-hmm. and you pick those things. And on your list, you should have some stuff that is quick and easy, mm-hmm. things that may be a little bit more time consuming. I also like to paint my nails, but sometimes you need a little bit of time because yeah. I got to dry. <laughs> <laughs> right. And sometimes things can be free. Like I have got my own nail polish. I have my own books. I can do that stuff without having to spend any money at all. I love listening to podcasts. I love Harry Potter and Game of Thrones. I love to nerd out on podcasts like that. And then you can also have stuff on your list that's more expensive or more time consuming, like a spa day, like a vacation. Like maybe you like to go shopping and you're going to go give yourself some retail therapy. Mm -hmm. Find those things that really truly fill you up and make you feel better and find ways to work those into your life as often as you can. I think that's important that you say that. I um a few weeks ago I started and I've fallen off the last two weeks and that's just the truth. I'm just so tired. My sleeping schedule has been off, but a few weeks ago I started waking up earlier and going to my balcony just to do prayer, meditation and just mm-hmm. sit in silence and listen to the birds in the morning. Mm-hmm. Just looking at the trees and listening to the birds and it is so calming before I start my day. And that for me is my self-care. And so I've tried also, if I'm not doing it in the morning, then I'm doing it in the evening and, you know, throwing in my workouts there. Not like I love working out, but I have to, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, you know, just doing those things to kind of center me, fill Mm -hmm. me up and take that time for myself. And I would recommend for moms of young kids and women who, um, or, you know, I, women who identify as, as women or gender fluid, but for you to take time to do what's called, like I would say a safety plan, you know, you call it self-care plans, call it your safety plan. So if you're stressed out about something, what can you do at that moment to kind of calm you down, practice that self-care. And I love how you said it doesn't have to be a spa day. It doesn't have to be anything major reading in a corner. If you, and really are an introvert. Sometimes people enjoy that alone time. Go sit outside and do something. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so, so important that we just write what it is that fills our cup, like you said, and practice it. Practicing is, is, is so imper- imperative. And if you're someone who really likes to-do lists, because I like to-do lists, I like schedules, they make me happy. They make me just feel accomplished. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put self-care on your to-do list. Yeah. Even if it's for five minutes. Yeah. And one thing that makes me kind of feel good that doesn't take any extra time is in my shower. I make sure that I've got shampoos and body washes that smell really good. Mm-hmm. I've got like, <laughs> I've got body scrub in there that it all just stays in my shower But so on a day where I'm like, you know what, I just, I want to do a little bit of something for myself Mm -hmm. because I deserve it. Mm -hmm. Then you just go take a shower, which you kind of got to do anyway. (laughs) And all of a sudden you're like, oh, wow, I feel amazing. And you take an extra 30 seconds to put some body scrub on and you're like, oh, wow. And it takes no extra time and costs minimal. Right. 
Right. So Chelsea, where can people find you? So easiest place to find me is on Instagram um, at Chelsea underscore D underscore coach. Mm -hmm. Or they can also go to my website, which is www.chelseadcoaching.com. Awesome. Any last minute words you want to leave to our listeners? Uh, Just you are worth it. You are worth taking time for yourself. Even if there's a little voice in your head saying, no, I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to be this for this person. Everything can wait. You are worth it take care of you so you can take care of others and show up as the best version of yourself. Love it. I feel like you just ended with like a Walter Mercado thing that was (laughs) my Saturdays. (laughs) Thank you so much, Chelsea, for being here with us and just sharing your knowledge nugget. Thank you so much for having me. It was wonderful. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I hope this episode fed your soul. Please be sure to download new episodes. You can also head on over to rate, review, and subscribe. For more updates, find us at www.iambeauteousme.com or on Instagram at iambeauteousme. Don't forget to use the hashtag beauteousmepodcast for your feedback.